my man, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, no, uh, honestly, it means a lot. Um, two seconds. Okay. I don't, I don't know what's happening here. There we go. Don't know why that come on. It's <laughs> got um, a mind of its own, you know. Uh, so, listen, it, it, straight up, right, you're about the only other photographer as talented that I know in the blues scene, apart from Adam Kennedy. Oh, well. Well, thank you. There's there's a whole lot of great blues photographers out there, um, but I appreciate just being in the conversation. Uh, well, no, I mean, like your photographs are, are very. Um, I don't know how how best to describe it. They're very, um, you know, specifically you, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you. I I appreciate that. Um, I if I'm trying to do anything, I would like to make a person looking at the picture feel like they're there or at least wish they were there, you know, create some kind of emotional response instead of just, um, you know, looking at a, a static one dimensional. Yeah. Your photographs. Exactly. Actually, that, that's the best way to describe it. Actually, your, your photographs do actually, um, they do uh, capture some, form of energy if that makes any sense and, well and, thank you you know that's the truth um and it's this is a show i really wanted to do with um with Galti, you know fiona my, my wife but she's been very ill so um you know i've, I've kind of been you know because this idea had already been sitting too long and and everything else and we've got plans to be in mississippi obviously for um for mutual friend gary burnside and uh yes. You know, like uh, I'd rather have done it with her, but you know, um, she would have asked cooler questions as well, to be honest. But um, is there anybody that you think uh, has been your favourite to take photos of? Because you've pretty much photographed anybody that's anybody in the blues. You know, I I've been asked that before, and I I hate to answer it because I, I love I love the music, and if I start naming names, I'll as soon as you know this podcast is over with, I'll kick myself because I'll, because I'll remembered one or two that I failed to name. And I, I can't call you back and say, Oh, add these to the list or anything. So I, I'm going to keep myself out of trouble. I, um, I just love the music and um, love being there to be in the mix to photograph whatever's happening at the moment. Um, you'll notice I photograph um, sometimes not the musicians, but the, the people dancing and enjoying the music and all, cause I love yeah. that also. I think I think it's all part and parcel of it, though. I mean, I think if those guys are doing a um, doing a good job as musicians and 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 actually, to be honest, entertainers, if we're going to be really serious, um, because it's not just about being able to play, you know. Um, I think uh, I think that that you know watching people uh, dance and enjoy themselves to a music that don't forget is is uh, sometimes um, preconceived as as sad or or whatever you know i think that's a a really important part of what you do you know yes well thank you i i i you know say i i just try to capture the energy that is happening in front of me created by the musicians but it I think it all feeds back and forth. Um, as you know, the, um, a crowd that's into it and dancing and having a good time. Um, they inspire the musicians to just keep, you know, pushing it further and better, you know, and, um, it just keeps building sometimes when, when all is, when the, when the magic happens. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I, I do believe that to be the case. Um, I can't remember a time where, um, where a musician would have enjoyed a gig. I, I, I mean, it doesn't matter if there's one person in the room or a thousand. I mean, uh, if it's only one person, it will be the same enjoyable, but that one person has to enjoy it as much as the thousand would, you know? Yes. And I don't think any musician, if they're going to be honest with themselves, um, would would really say they've enjoyed a gig if uh, if that wasn't the case, you know? So it's, it's pretty cool. I, I mean, I'll, the first photograph I ever saw you take... Uh, well, noticed you took, um, and it stood out to me the most was a, uh, again a mutual friend, Cameron Kimbra. Okay. And I remember you now Cameron's been great with us, right? Um, uh -huh. we've, we've interviewed him twice, um, once as uh, just Cameron, and then 
I did one on my own with um, him and Damien. Damien, uh huh. Yeah, but um, Damien, Damien's actually, um, you know, Yellow P. He's actually lovely. He sent my my wife a lovely Christmas message and that, and she was all made up. You know, it was lovely. You know, they're just great, great people. You know. Oh, they're they're great. Uh, Mississippi, Mississippi sounds. Um, Cam and Damien, just great guys. Um, and man, their um, their music is just. I love it. Uh, I I can't say enough good things about it. I I love all all the music that I basically if I've taken a photograph of it, I probably you know you probably listened to it. Sometime. Probably liked it, you know. But um, but they're they're special for sure. It's crazy because it's it's a, it's a funny fucking thing, right? But the, um, so I've watched a lot of like a lot of the music of the Burnsides and um. You know, like I'm a massive, massive Gary Burnside fan, um, yeah. and and you know, when I I actually think he might have been the very first interview we did because it was a crazy time at night. Like I remember, like I was a bit uh, gutted because I was leaving Fiona um, to come come back to the other house in Alaba, and uh, <laughs> and I was on the train talking to him, trying to set it up. Then we had to do it via Facebook chat, and you know it was quite tricky. But I mean, and the chat wasn't as good quality, like sounding, because it was the very first one. And you know, and then when we got talking, and he realised I've played like this old blues, you know, this hill country stuff, like his dad's music, and um, uh-huh. and, and his Delta stuff. You know, he said, "Oh, bro, you can play." You know, I says, "Well, aye, but." Uh, you know, we never started the show to, to show off my playing or to show off um, Fiona's uh, broadcasting skills. It was <laughs> uh, it was more to, to help these musicians, you know, and give us some kind of like meaningful uh, work, you know. So um, so then that kind of inspired us to have all these different themes of shows, and I think that what you do for these artists is uh, incredibly incredibly important for them because you know you love doing it. But it would cost a lot of money for artists to to hire a photographer for every situation. You know well, yeah, I uh, I just I love doing I love the music so much that if there's any way uh, I can give back, I'm not you know in a financial position to be able to give back. Um, can't can't um, pay pay them what they're worth uh, monetarily, but. Um, if I can, you know, help in some small way by taking a photograph that they can use for a um, um, promotional, you know, for a gig or um, got an occasional album cover, CD cover, whatever, you know, that's that's just um, my way of trying to give something back to, to something I love. Well, well I, th- I think it's a great thing that you do. And actually, um, I've got a, a couple of songs here that I wanted to put on based on who you've taken. It's quite, new. it's quite new doing all this because, you know, it's funny. This is totally random information, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, so, right, so Fiona is Fiona Galt, Galt, eh? right? Check her page out, actually, because she does different kind of radio shows. Although she's a massive blues fan, um, she's actually um, a broadcasting expert, like, who kind of come up with the idea of the show and that, and to do it with me, because I kind of knew the people and, and had the background eh? So, oh, excuse me. So, um yeah so we normally do it together and on a different kind of um interface and everything else so um <laughs> this is all like very new and it's got i'll tell you what it's got sound effects and everything check this out um see? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. do you know what i mean so this is all very new and um i'm still getting used to it myself <laughs> so well, i'm sure learning as i go for sure too so and so I so apologies if the sound has not been uh, perfect at your end, but it seems all right here. Um, right, so I, a few photos that I pre- like. I'm going to go on about the quality of the photographs in particular because of the, I don't know if it's your editing skills or whatever, but I've noticed that they're almost like paintings. In fact, I'll tell you, one of my favourite photos is from a friend of ours called uh, Ilana Katz. Um, and I remember looking at it thinking... Is that a fucking photograph or is that a, <laughs> a painting? Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, f- funny you say that. Um, one of I think Miles Davis said this, and he says it better than I can. But he said a painting is music you can see, and music is a painting you can hear. And I, be- I guess basically, I'll take some 
creative license and, um, you know, apply it to a photograph being the same way. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I suppose I, that's a good way to look at it actually. And the, the funny thing is, right now, I didn't want you to dis- disclose all your, um, all your tricks, but, um, I suppose that that's kind of your stamp, isn't it? I mean, like I see a lot of photographs and I know they're yours. I see a lot of photographs of the same people and I know they're not. So it's working. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, thank you. Yes. That's, you know, you know that's great to hear. You know, if, if I look at a photograph, I can go, fuck, I, I was Deke Rivers that took that. And I know, <laughs> I, I know fine well it was you. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? So, well, yeah. that's, um, that's that's high praise and I appreciate it. Oh, it's, it's just the truth, man. I mean, I'm not a nice enough person. I mean, Fiona would tell you that. I'm not a nice enough person to lie to you for your benefit, you know? Uh-huh. I think that, I think that um, the best artwork um, is, like we say, honest. And it could be photography, it could be painting, it could be writing, it could be, you know. I remember actually. Um, well, that honesty is key in anything you do. I mean, you know, if the music yeah. isn't real, it, it, it doesn't, doesn't play the same. And I think um, if you're not keeping it real, you know, photographically, painting or whatever you, you know, whatever medium you're working in, um, it shows and shows you're a phony or fake. And Yeah, and I tell you what, Goldie actually, she, um, so she's a writer, she's an incredible writer, eh? and um, uh-huh. I remember uh, sometimes she gives me her uh, stuff to proofread, you know, not that I'm a, a good writer, but, you know, I, I'm not a bad, I'm not a bad at English, so anyway, um, she she did this uh, this piece for her for something she did at uni. Um, I can't remember how, what exact module it was, but I remember reading it, and I'm not sure I wanted to to say about what it was about because of her university, right? So, um, so I'm being sketchy about it for that reason alone. But I remember reading it and and wanting to cry at the end of it. You know, I thought, uh-huh. you know, that's just a story that you you know that you're not sure is any good, but it, yeah, it's brought me. Almost to tears, you know. Yeah. And I think photographs and and music, all of that, is under one one umbrella, you know. Yes. Uh huh. I I totally agree. I totally agree. Um. So I've got some other music here, right? No, I don't know how you feel about me putting it on, but I picked out um because I love the photograph, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> how I work great. Right? I picked out a Christone Ingram song. Okay, great, great. Right, so um, I, know, I know he's just uh, done massive things, like, all over the place. Yes. Um, you know, played the Apollo <laughs> recently. I mean, that's... <laughs> I know. I, I, saw, I saw him playing at the... Was it the Grizzlies? Uh, oh, yes, yeah, for um, for a um, playoff game for the Memphis Grizzlies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I saw that, and and um. I tell you, I actually stumbled on him for a completely different reason. Everybody was talking about him for for a long time beforehand, right? Like as a player. Uh huh. And and I hadn't really, not that I wasn't interested, right? It, it isn't in my style of blues usually, if if I'm going to be honest, right? Yeah. So so anyway, what I did was, um, I stumbled upon him, Marquis Knox, and um, John Tavis Wallace when they started the. The Robert Johnson challenge. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. And and I thought, wow, this guy is actually fucking amazing. Yeah. With with uh, <laughs> you know with an acoustic as well, and I had never heard him in that light before, right? I had never uh-huh. heard him before. So, um, so I started to get into his playing then, and I've seen him do a couple of like uh, collabs with people, and I think I think the guy's just incredibly talented, like yeah. So I, I was going to put on six six two if that's all right with you. That sounds great to me. I love yeah. that song. Get up early 
Wow, it made me get up and dance. I don't know what's going on with this thing. It keeps doing all its fucking wires. <laughs> you know, I'll play one thing and then I'll just decide, all right, I'm going to put the next song on as well. And I can't understand why. <laughs> but anyway, it was better than the last time. Honestly, I had some problem with the laptop. <laughs> and, and apparently everybody could hear me going, fuck. <laughs> and I was having a meltdown, like you know. So, um, yeah. So, I Crystal Ingram is amazing. I tell you who else I love, right? Is uh, Dwayne Burnside. Now, oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's amazing. Now, uh, this is crazy. I've watched all these guys playing, right? And ninety okay. percent uh, of the time, when I watch a live video that's floating about on YouTube, you're there. Take photos. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for sure. Like, you're you're, uh, you're always there. That's crazy. You yeah, I try be. to be. I try to be. I love. I love those guys. I mean, I. You know, it's not just their music. I, I love them. Um, as you know, people and everything, friends, brothers. Yeah, I. I think that's the thing. I, you know, the other thing that um kind of attracted me, so to speak, to to want to speak to you, was the fact that um your profile reads Gypsy. And, you know, probably for reasons you won't know, um, but, that you know, that's exactly what I am. And uh, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool, you know. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> that's it's stupid at all, but, you know, it's just like. Well, um, my, um, my um, ancestry goes, you know, I, I, I actually come from my, um, um, on my father's side of the family, they settled here from Bohemia, which is now Czech Republic. And my understanding is basically um, there's gypsies and all. So that's, it, it's kind of fitting and uh, it's, it's what is. And it also describes my um, endless case of wanderlust just to always go somewhere, somewhere different, somewhere new and always be on the move. That, yeah. And um so there's a, a in Britain, it's, uh, it's something that me and Fiona talk about a lot. Most of our shows, uh, even on her own, actually, she did a whole show about it. You know, because she's got a, a great chat show on a Wednesday, and um, normally what would happen is like she would like pick a topic and then she would like go and study it, and and you know it's, it's a brilliant show. It's a completely different show, but it's uh-huh. it's great in its own right. And we're always talking about these social issues that still exist, and it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, for example. Um, in Britain, you know, gypsies are still very, very much shunned and it's, it's like almost acceptable racism in this country, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so, but I admire the culture um, because, you know, my father's uh, my father's history and, and I've got, I'm 50% of that culture myself. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah and, um, I mean, like proper, you know, travellers. And, um, 
I also found that uh, they're, they're always talented, they're always good at stuff because they don't, granted, right, so a lot of them didn't read and write properly. Um, but, you know, like, it's only because they, they, they never really had to. I mean, they still, they still rate, uh, done great um, artwork, they still played great music. Um, you know, they're still, they're still very good mechanically, you know? Yes, so, yes. You know, and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that they're not indoctrinated, and I think that's quite a, quite a, you know, paradise-type um, way to live your life, you know? Yes, uh-huh. You know, not being tied down to anything, so. Um, so I need to ask as well, right? Anyway, now that that's out of the way. What about... Um, What's it? So I'm assuming you're staying where Clarksdale or somewhere similar, like you know, in that kind of neck of the I, I actually live in southern Missouri, which is um, I, I'm about a, a, I'll call it a long three hours to Clarksdale, um, a couple hours north of Memphis, and um, so I'm it's kind of the middle of nowhere. So um, I don't have music doesn't tend to come to me very often, and like. Uh, other people that live in a larger metropolitan area. But the advantage is, I guess, the fact that I am able to, in a couple hours time, drive to St. Louis, a couple hours time, drive to Memphis, a couple, three hours drive to Little Rock, Arkansas, um, Arkansas, Mississippi, wherever. I'm, I guess, centrally located located geographically so um i have to go to the music but i i don't have that far to go um compared to you know it, you know you're coming all the way overseas and you know like um juke joint festival literally they come from the world people people come from the world over and is there one chance to be there and even within the states i think Almost every state is generally represented at Juke Joint Fest, but mo- you know, someone from say New Mexico or um, wherever they're they're coming in, they get to spend a week there and they have to go back home. I'm allowed the luxury of, on a whim, deciding I'll drive down there on a Thursday night because somebody's playing at Reds or Ground Zero or or wherever that I want to want to see and hear, you know. No, you mentioned Ground Zero. Um, so uh, when we started the show, myself and uh, uh, Gaulty, Fiona, um, oh. I call her Gaulty when I'm doing this on my own because <laughs> she, she's got she's got an amazing show of her own, you know, and uh-huh. and, and you know quite a lot of the time everybody is because so, we're like this power couple in Scotland, you know, like this kind of celebrity blues couple almost. Uh-huh. And um, everybody like uh, associates like everything I do with her and vice versa, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's not the case, you know. I mean, she's been a broadcaster long before I I showed up, so um, you know, so that's that's what that's all about. But anyway, when we started uh, this whole idea, what we used to do our weekends is um, we used to set up, still have, like a bottle of rum or whatever, and um, and we would watch documentaries or whatnot. And uh, like it's it's actually fucking crazy when I think about it because I remember the very first time I saw Bobby Rush in a, in one of these documentaries, and I remember the first time I saw Little Freddie King in one of these documentaries, and now we've both um, spoken to them, you know, via Zoom wow, chat. Yeah, yeah, and like they're both really really grateful that you know we're a young couple in Scotland and we're listening to this music, you know. Uh-huh. That has existed forever, like, but um, but when you mentioned uh, Ground Zero, uh, I can I strictly remember seeing you take a well, seeing a photo of uh, Morgan Freeman. Is that right? Yes, yes. He's one of the co-owners of Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's he like? Have you ever met him? Or I, I have not met him personally. Um, I'm sure. Um, a lot of people there in Clarksdale have and everything. I've never met him personally. I photographed him from across the room. There's a swarm when when Morgan is there. There's a swarm of people wanting to to get close to him, of course, because of his celebrity status and all. So I and I if I I, I don't want to just be one more crowding in and everything. Uh, much as I'd be honored to be able to shake his hand or something. Um. Um. 
I'm better off to try to photograph it. I think I got a shot of um, he and Lucia Spiller um, on the yeah, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, that's the that's exact photo I saw. And uh, the, the crazy thing is, as well, is for us, um, I mean, obviously I'm speaking on both of our behalfs, but I know exactly. Like, so you've got, like, um, Little Freddie King, you've got, um, you've got like, uh, people like, you know, Dwayne Burnside and mm-hmm. Gary Burnside and all these other guys who, like, we both, like, admire incredibly. And for me as a musician in particular, I regard a lot of them as, as heroes or, or inspirations. And, you know, I spent a, mm-hmm. lot of my, a lot of my life studying the music of their fathers and grandfathers and, mm-hmm. you know, and to be able to actually um, associate myself with them now personally is a, is a mental feeling. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I think this pandemic actually has um, has created a lot of positivity in, in our lives as, as much as it's created a lot of problems. Eh? I, I don't know about you guys, but um, I mean, what has it even like over there now with the, with the COVID situation? Is it still terrible? Or? It, it's still... <coughs> uh, we, at this most recent Juke Joint Fest... Um, I think most everybody was a little more relaxed. They, we had, of course, I am. I, I think I've got this right. Two years ago, it was shut down all the. I will say shut down. They did it virtually or whatever, but um, which was the best best you could make out of the situation, you know, in the height of the pandemic. And then a year ago at Jew Joint Fest, it was a um, a smaller a smaller fewer artists and as 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 i recall the overseas people could not get to the united states to to visit and in general there is a much smaller festival and this year um it basically cranked back up to normal and i will say there seemed to be almost an extra bit of spontaneous joy of everybody being able to get out and do things again um, now, the downside of it is that I heard of several people um, afterwards did test positive for COVID. Um, so it may have been a bit of a, a spreader event and everything in, in reality, unfortunately. But to my knowledge, the people that I know that did test positive all all came out okay um, other than just <laughs> testing positive, you know, but my, I, I'm not aware of any of my personal acquaintances being, um, you know, deathly ill or anything like that. Didn't lose anybody that I know of. It's a, it's a strange one because um, I've got a very strong immune system and, and it probably doesn't worry me. It, well, it does now, actually, because um, uh, Fiona, she's actually, um, she's got, um, uh, you know, an immune deficiency. So if she catches uh-huh. something, It'll kill her, you know, and, wow. and, and, that, and that made everything a hundred times more serious for me. If I'm sure, you know, I think that's probably this could be well the first time um, I've openly admitted that because, like, I'm, oh, I'm sick of hearing about it or, or stop going on about COVID, and you know, and, and I've always been like that over it, but um, you know, like in hindsight. You know, since she's not been well and not been able to do this with me, and how much I've kind of missed her, you know, or missed her input and everything else, yeah. um, I, I think I realise now just, um, you know, how how very different it can be for somebody in that position, and and she like me loves doing all those festivals and like and gigs and stuff as well, so it's quite restrictory, you know. It's you know I can imagine being like um, having two problems, you know. You know, because yeah. you're not able to go and enjoy yourself as you would normally love to, but you're also um, not able to even risk being sick. You know. Yeah, I have to hold back because of yeah the, the fear factor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's I. I, I can never do that better. That's I absolutely. That's what it is. It's fucking. It's fear factor, and yeah. it's a shame because there's plenty of people in the world that don't take it seriously and and they don't. Right. You know, they think although. Musicians, the ones that are really good, right? The ones that are really worth the worth buying the music from and worth for you taking photos of are the guys that that have um, that have come through. Regardless, you know, like um, we were talking to Jeremiah Johnson, and he um, he's got this uh, this amazing album that's you know it was up for a BMA, 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he actually wrote that in 10 days because, it, you know, he said he needed to get money together and he was starting to struggle and the pandemic had flattened all his gigs. So yeah. uh, he quickly wrote this album where it cost the less, it cost the least he'd ever spent on an album. He'd done it quicker than he'd ever done an album. And yet it was the most successful album he's written so far. Wow, yeah. So I think sometimes, you know, being up against it, so to speak, kind of kind of brings out the best in you as an artist. Well, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's um, oh, what is they say about, um, oh, well, I don't know. I'm not going to get this right about hard times and um, even knowing who your friends are and all that. It's not who's there necessarily when you're all laughing and dancing and partying, but, um, you know, who's there in the tough hours, you know, and all the, yeah, and I think you know the past few weeks actually not seen seen Fiona. I think um, that's made me realise as well. You know, just how you know how how good um, we've got it. You know, when we're together. You know, and I think um, it makes you kind of appreciate stuff a bit more. Yes, um, absolutely. So um, I, I was going to put on another song. I don't know if you're all right with that or not. Seeing as it's sure, you're, absolutely. You're, you're, you're the guest, my man. But um, no, no, I, I love it. I love it. I love about what you've been playing. All right, cool. Well, this, you'll love this one, and you should anyway. I'm going to put it on Dwayne Burnside's version of Skinny Women, all right? All right. I love that. I love that. I especially love that. I've got a special, I love the blues, but I especially love the hill country. And while I'm saying hill country, I will throw in another thing. Um, Cause Robert Kimbrough will be the first to tell you that his dad junior played cotton patch soul blues. 
Um, but geographically, that Holly Springs, Mississippi, North Mississippi area, um, just a big fan of music coming out, out of that region. You know, obviously Junior, Kimbrough's, Cotton Patch, Soul Blues, and all the Bur- all the Burnsides music. And I'll throw a couple other. I'll throw another name in there that um, Trenton Ayers and his dad, uh, little Joe Ayers, and little Joe played with Junior back in the day. And did he anyway, actually? I, just, oh, uh, I didn't Trenton, know that. I, I did not know that. Yeah, and Trenton's working on a new project, and it's it's good stuff. Also, um, so I just throw that out there. No, am I right in saying, right? Um, no, I could be totally wrong here. Yeah? But uh-huh. I, I do know this music quite well myself, right? Uh-huh. Um, but Trent Nears, um has considered to have Hands of Fire and played with Cedric Burnside, am I right? Yes, he, he did. He played with Cedric. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, um, yeah, okay, so right, we're on the same page then. Um, yeah, that's, that's I, Trent. I, I, like I say, and his dad was, was little, they call him Little Joe Ayers, and um, he played with Junior. And, and but I he plays... He- Plays by himself, and they're anyway. Both Joe and Trenton are, are great musicians. Right. Well, I believe as well that um, our friend uh, Memphis Gold. I don't know if you know who that is, but um, he's a he's a good friend of um, of Little Joyers. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and he's also friendly with Dwayne Burnside, which is which is mad because I didn't realize just how small this fucking blues world was. <laughs> yeah. And so I started, you know, I've just started to speak to these people, and I mean, honestly, I mean, we, both of us, like myself and Gold, we have both been very, very, very fortunate, right? In, in terms of like, we've asked people, um, we've asked people like completely who we would have believed to be out with our reach type thing, you know, uh-huh. and um, and uh, you know, they've all got back to us, and they've all been, you know, they've all been very, um very helpful in fact to be honest um so i you know we're, we're really we're really quite lucky like yeah so i think though i it's kind of like you with the photographs i think it's just because we care about it you know um i feel like my arm has been cut off because i'm doing this myself now but i mean at the end of the day we care about it to the point where we want the shows to be full of decent content we want to show people some new music and and you know get people tuned into your music that they probably thought was negative or whatever before. Yeah. It's it's about passion for it instead of just, you know, just passively having it out there. It's for me, it's a passion of mine. And, um, if I, I hope that my photographs can capture the passion I feel. And I, I, I would want someone to have a passionate reaction to my photograph. I don't, I might prefer that someone love it or hate it than to just look at it and say, yeah, okay, you know. Um, I think, yeah, I think what you said there is very important, actually, because um, if you if you think about that, if somebody loves something or hates something, it's a very similar um, investment of emotion. So, I mean, you, you've still spurred somebody to feel something, you know, and I, I think that's yes. pretty, yeah, you know, I, I think that's pretty important. Now you said um, Robert Kimber. Now he's a he's also a kind of friend of ours as well. We've oh, is he good? Yeah, I, good. I didn't know if you knew him or not. Yeah, Robert Kimber Senior. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he's a he's a cool guy actually. Um, I'd love to get him to Scotland. Um, I'd actually love to get all these guys a chance to come to Scotland. But see, you know the problem is people don't want to pay musicians enough. Oh, I, I know that. Yes, it's fucking terrible. Eh? Um, yeah. I, know, I know that myself. I mean, I, you know. I, I gig as many nights as I can get away with. Yeah. Um, and I mean, sometimes it's not the venue. Sometimes it's just the, you know, people don't, you know, either have the money they now or, yeah. or want to part with it for something they see as um, not a necessity or, you know. Well, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a wiser man than me once said that it doesn't matter what the question is, the answer is money. And yeah, I think I, that's... yeah. Yeah, and it's like I say the musicians do not get they don't get their worth um, monetarily. Um, goodness, they've been the the rate for paying musicians is probably stuck at where it was. I don't know, thirty years ago or something. You know, it's it's ridiculous. You know, inflation has gone up on everything, um, gas. You know, you name it, gas, food, everything. But musicians. 
pay scale has just stayed static. Yep, and we're that desperate to work now that we have to come and go with the venues or they'll book somebody else. Yeah. And I don't know about America, but in, in Britain, especially, there's a lot of young guys with, with very little club experience. In fact, I'm sure me and Ian Siegel were uh, bitching about this not long ago, but, um, you know, they've got very little club experience and they're willing to go out and, and, and work for less money than than people who have done it all their life and, and will put on a show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's terrible. Like, yeah. And the other thing is as well, I don't know about, like, like I said, I don't know about America, but in Britain, the blues is a funny thing here because... Um, everybody thinks they know what it is, but they don't really. I found because the blues comes under this big one big bracket in Britain, right? But I know fine well, you know fine well that uh-huh. in America you can go from Holly Springs to to say um say I don't know uh, Greenville or, or or to St Louis or to Texas or to somewhere else, and and the, it's still blues, but it's completely different. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a different genre, you know. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, but if you say the word blues in Britain, everybody gets this um gets this uh, like idea that it's going to be sad. You know, and it's not really the case, is it? Right. Absolutely. You're right. Um right, so I've got another song to put on, right? Before oh, great. We have, before we have another wee bit of chat. I just uploaded it in him actually. Um it's because you mentioned them. It's a uh, Robert Kimber song. So okay. All right, is that cool with you? Sounds cool to me. Awesome. Something that 
Honestly, sometimes talent is just rife in a family, you know, and I think um, everybody we've played has been good, a good example, you know. Oh, so, so this is the last song. I, I started with this. I'm going to put it on again, right? Um, All right. Before I turn it up, um, do you want to tell the story about um, Al Green? A story about what? About Al Green. Oh, um, anybody that's in, in Memphis should go to Reverend Al Green's church. Um, while they have a chance to. It's an experience you won't forget. Awesome. Awesome. Listen, uh, it's been lovely to talk to you, my man. And, Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. No, no, it's been great. Uh, it was good to get my soon, my man. Thank you so much. <laughs> 